0: So I read from Exodus 3 and verses 13 through 15. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, Yehovah, God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all generations. Father, we thank you for this scripture and your glorious name, and as we meditate upon that name, I pray our hearts would be stirred up to lay hold of your covenant. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, my last communion meditation, we began to look at the names of God, and we saw that there are two names that form the foundation for not all, but most of God's names, over a hundred different names of God, Um, and the two names are Elohim and Jehovah. Those two form uh, the basis for a number of compound uh, names. Uh, Genesis 1 verse 1 uh, has the first name, Elohim, in the beginning Elohim created the heavens and the earth, and that name showcases the fact that throughout eternity, before there was even a universe, God has always been a God of awesome power, that's the L part of the name, and a God of awesome fellowship, inter-Trinitarian fellowship, that's the EM part of that name, and um, the L part, uh, that name occurs some. 3,000-plus times uh, in it, both its shortened and its uh, lengthened uh, f- uh, form. But the shortened form, El, uh, is compounded with other words to form over 60 names of God. So it's a very, very common uh, common word. And uh, I'll just give you a couple of examples. El Olam indicates that God's power, L, is forever. It's an everlasting power. El Roy, God sees, shows that God doesn't just see and notice things but be uninvolved. No, His power uh, is expressed on behalf of His people, noticing everything that His power needs to be uh, working on behalf of El Shaddai shows that His power is sufficient for us. So that that's the purpose of this compounding. It, it it connects His infinite power together with other attributes. Well, the second foundational name that is paired with other words is often written as Jehovah. Uh, some people pronounce this as Yahweh. Um, very very commonly, you will see that uh, if the vowel points are inspired, as I think it is, um, then you would pronounce this Yehovah or Jehovah, uh, either one is a, a legitimate uh, pronunciation of that, and there's three syllables. If you look even at how God forms the foundation for many of people's names, uh, it's one of the proofs that there's three syllables, not two. Yahweh is two syllables, Yehovah or Jehovah is three and that occurs 6,877 times. Now the root of Yehovah is to be or existence and it refers to God as the self-existent one. Now that name was not used until God came into covenant with Adam and uh, Eve. It's a covenant name that commits Himself to covenant with us. Now in the passage I just read God speaks a great deal about uh, the covenant and gives his names, I am that I am, I am, and Yehoah as all meaning exactly the same thing. Um, So Yehoah means I am, and it means that God exists, and he needs nothing outside of himself to exist. On the contrary, everything in this universe could not exist apart from him. Uh, And so I think you will recognize, if you've been studying theology, that this is one of the attributes of God, uh, known as aseity. Aseity is uh, spelled A-S-E-I-T-Y, and the name Yehovah, or Jehovah, however you want to pronounce it, um, it really exemplifies his aseity more than any other name. This is one of the reasons why uh, Gordon Clark and many other theologians say that aseity is at the essence of who God is. Uh, It is reflected in this uh, name, uh, Jehovah. And so, aseity indicates that God is self-sufficient. He needs nothing. It's impossible for him to be selfish. Selfish people are always needy, right? They want people to be focused on themselves. Well, God has always been self-giving. So in eternity past, before there was a universe, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit always gave 100% of themselves to each other. And then when he created man, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit overflowed in their generosity to Adam and Eve. Incredible generosity. And even after the flood, God uses this name Jehovah or Yehovah to assure men and women that he will always overflow on behalf of our needs. Why? Because he has no needs. It's of his very nature to be outward flowing. And so already we see that Jehovah is a pretty rich name. It speaks of his covenant, his aseity, his generosity. Now in the Hebrew, I am is the first person singular verbal form of the noun Yehovah. Uh, They're both from the same root word, and that gives huge significance to the way that Jesus used that phrase, I am. Um, The Jews took up stones to stone Jesus when he said, before Abraham was, I am. Uh, when he used the phrase a number of times, I am. Because they recognized immediately, he is declaring himself to be Yehovah. But when they were rejecting Jesus, they were rejecting the I am and embracing an I am not, <laughs> in effect. They were rejecting the power of God and embracing an empty form. And when we come to the Lord's table, it's important that we not just embrace the form, we embrace Yehovah God, the one to whom That form is pointing us. Um, It is knowing Jehovah that we find our every need fulfilled, and thus we can in some faint way imitate God by being generous ourselves, by being not self-centered. We become more and more like Jehovah. Now just to dig a little bit deeper, the Bible uses the term I am to indicate that God's all-sufficiency is on our side. That's why people call it the covenant name. It's on our side. Uh, When Abraham was afraid, God said, I am your shield. That's another way of saying, "Yehovah, your shield. I am your shield. Um, When Abraham left all to follow the Lord, God encouraged him by saying, I am your exceedingly great reward. That's another compound name. Uh, When uh, Israel doubted that God could give them the victory, God told them, I am the first and I am the last. Beside me there is no God. In other words, he's saying, don't worry about it. I am sufficient for these things. I can provide for you in your need. Uh, When Moses doubted that he would be able to lead Israel, he said, tell Israel, I am has sent me to you. And so for any other need that you may have, Yehovah says, I am sufficient for you too. Are you spiritually hungry? He says, I am the bread. Uh, are you faltering, wondering where your next step? He says, I am the way. Um, are you sinking? I am the rock of your salvation. And so just as Elohim adds strength to all of the names to which Elohim is connected, Jehovah adds the strength of an additional promise to every one of God's names, that we're going to be looking at in the future to which it's connected. When he calls himself Jehovah Rapha or Rophe, there's different uh, spellings of that in the in the Hebrew. He's not just saying God could heal. He is saying God has covenanted himself to heal. Every one of us are going to be healed either in time or in eternity, in the resurrection, but He is a God of healing. He is sufficient for our healing. He is generous with our healing. He commits Himself to us by putting that Yehoah together with doctor or healing, however you want to translate rofe. When um, uh, He... Uh, calls himself by any of the other names, that Jehovah's adding that covenantal promise to it. And so when we come to the Lord's table this morning, we need to realize we are coming to the generous covenant Lord, Jehovah. Uh, He has uh, said that he is sufficient, and he has laid his all on the cross, and he says, if we have faith to come to him and claim him by name, we have all of our needs met in Christ Jesus. And so let's, um, as we come to the Lord's table, um, commit ourselves to believing that His names really are a promise uh, on our behalf. Father, we thank You that You have called Yourself by so many names. These names, each one is a promise uh, to us. And as we contemplate on the name Yehovah, Your covenant name, uh, the name that Uh, shows your assayity that you are always outgoing, we want to be more like you, and I pray that you would so fill us with your grace that we would not look to ourselves as needy, but we would see in you our all-sufficiency, and we would be ready to overflow in kindness, generosity, ministry to others. And so, Father, bless this your people with your covenant name. In Jesus' name, amen.